Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to you beautiful listeners. Uh, you know, we love to have the ratings. We love to get the uh, understanding and the viewpoints of what you're listening to. And, and, you know, we appreciate it. All of us do at the network to figure out what we need to get better at, whether it's the ratings, comments, whatever, please don't be afraid to do that uh, for our podcast that we have coming out. Circle City Cinema, uh, pounding out the movies, pounding out the 2022 conclusion, heading into 2023 movies. I got Alex Burr uh, pounding out NBA. I think he recently put out a pod uh, with JD. Uh, he discussed about the Clippers being better than the Denver Nuggets, which is an absolute joke. Uh, but if you want to go listen to some of that logic, uh, by all means, uh, please go ahead. I know that Alex and JD put uh, time into uh, the NBA product. So uh, without further ado, gentlemen, um, massive week. We're here for the playoffs. Uh, scenarios are done. We're going to be able to just talk strictly, you know, what happened, right? Less, less what ifs or if this, or you got to lose this. It's like, we know what the teams are. I think that's always nice. Right, Zach? Oh, yes. That's always nice. And we have some newcomers this year. Some newcomers in the playoffs. A team in Jacksonville that hasn't been in the playoffs since, of course, I think we all know when the last time they were. The Blake Bortles era. The Saxonville Team, no, the no, Doug Marone stop, stop. get the sack, the get the sack namesake, Doug Marone, the 2017 season, the last time they were in the playoffs. Uh, haven't really seen the Eagles this good since they won the Super Bowl. Seahawks, probably the surprise of the season, uh, as well as the Giants. So I'm really excited. There, there's some, these two seven seeds, I don't really, uh, I know I just praise the Seahawks, but I don't really like that these two seven seeds are the ones we got. But I think at least one of those games could be could be a good one. So I'm really excited. I think we're gonna get teams that we haven't seen advance in the playoffs in a long time advance. So that's gonna be exciting. Wow. Right? Well, what I heard Zach basically say, uh, complaining about the seven is that he wanted the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. From from no, my understanding, no, is what he no, said there. No, so I mean, no, it, I mean, no. so Lions, Lions. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, we didn't want to do that. So no, I mean, high drama to end the season. Exactly what what we want from an NFL season. We want drama. Uh, we root for underdogs. Uh, we root for teams that we don't like to not make the playoffs. And here we are. Here we are. We have finally made it. Wild card weekend coming at you starting Saturday at 430. But we got to talk about week 18 first. We got we got to talk about how we got here before we talk about the games. We do. We do. Uh, real quick, though, gentlemen, I just want to ask you a quick question. I've been doing a curveball. I wouldn't be uh, doing my job yeah. if I didn't throw a uh, curveball at you. Yeah. Oh. Nothing, nothing to do with sports. Nothing to do with oh. sports. Yeah, baby. Uh, it has to do with this. Um, Bryce and Zach, if you had the opportunity to go to three places uh, around the world that you've never been to, what would those three places be? That's a good never been to. Never question. been to. You just, you're just like, I want to visit. 
It can be a state in America, it can be a continental country, it can be a continent, maybe all different kinds of things. Um, I, I can start it off if, if you guys need the time. Uh, oh, I would take, for me, I, I would take, I've, I've never been to Hawaii. I just think Hawaii would be really cool. I don't know. It's a, maybe a cheesy answer, but I think Hawaii no, would be it's really not, cool. No, it's not cheesy. It's worth uh, it. I don't know. I think, I think Hawaii would be cool. Um, I, I would love to visit Africa. Love to visit Africa. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, uh, it's in my family. It's a little, a little personal, but you know, whatever. Uh, we, we help sponsor a kid uh, in Africa. I just think it's cool like to think about that connection and like, uh, you know, just the idea of, you know, what, what that would be like. So I think Africa would be one for me. And then I think my third one would be, I, I have always wanted to get out is this might be a little weird but i think brazil would be kind of fun like rio like i think rio would be really fun i, just, I don't know like yeah. something interesting you know it's like not that. like that you know it's not like the rio movie right no 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 no. yeah i know i just i think it's like <laughs> i think it'd just be uh no he totally thought i don't it was. know he totally I, thought it was i think i think it's just i think brazil i think it'd be like a brazil i just think something like that would be cool i don't know i'll take i'll take those three Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you here? Three places. Well, I got to stay on brand here. Give me the Hollywood Grand Tour. I have never never been to Hollywood. I've never been to California. Period. Mm. Which seems kind of ironic considering the show I host and how that revolves uh, around kind of takes that's a big part of my life movies and shows so <laughs> kind of weird i've never been there before uh because i'm a degenerate but i would love you to tour guess. like all the old all the old studios go on the walk of fame go see the hollywood sign i uh that would be awesome goes to go to the tcl chinese theater that would be awesome okay yeah that would be fun mm. yeah be a good one see a movie in the chinese theater yes that'd be great Next up, give me the pyramids of Giza. Oh. Give me the pyramids of Giza. Oh, wow. Possibly, oh. I think it's the last of the seven wonders of the world. I think it's the last one standing. So give me that. I want to go see the Sphinx. Kind of amazing how those things are still standing. It's been thousands and thousands of years. Hmm. I just I, I I want to see them in person. And then third, okay. which I don't have written down here, so I'm kind of making it up on the fly. Sure. I would like to go. It's between a couple places here. But I think I'm going to take Australia. I'd love to go on okay. a safari yeah. in right. Australia. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's, that's cool. I would love to see you in Australia. <laughs> well, I can tell you I this. just think you'd he be would, a very interesting person. He would definitely wear the safari hat. I would wear the safari You're right. hat. You're I would, right. You're right. In you're sweet with with no doors, and it'd be great. I, the kangaroo is always right. the highlight of the zoo for me, and Fair I would enough. love to go to Australia and see them in their natural habitat. So, get, yeah, give me, give me, give me the kangaroos and give me the Australian safari. Uh, and Caleb, yeah. can't recommend Hawaii enough. Okay. Uh, okay. Very probably nice the most place. relaxing vacation I have ever taken. Um, wow. it's been uh, almost 10 years. I was a junior in high school when we went as a family. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'll have to, awesome. I'll have to go. Yeah, I gotta go. Bryce. 
my number one, far and away, Bora Bora. Have you seen the water? I don't think I need to say anymore. <laughs> Um, and I feel safe and like no one's, I know no one is going to be there that I would know and not even come close to it. So Bora Bora, my one, two, Italy, big food guy, big food guy. I like our texture. Um, Yes. Yes. Where's the gabagool? Give me some gabagool. (laughs) I think if I said that, I'd probably get punched. Um, and then, um, (laughs) Number three, Paris. Ah, Paris. that's a great one. That's a great uh-huh. one. I want to go there. Also, some good cuisine. Um, sure. The Eiffel Tower. I want to take Abby to the Eiffel Tower one day, bro, because I think it'd just be cool. Ooh. I think it'd be cool for her. Be cool sure. for us. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's a great choice. Great pick. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, that's it. That's just a fun one. Well, something not, quick, something I, have, easy. I have a little interjection here. Tad, uh, oh, go ahead. The three Sorry. of us, the three of us, we've done a lot of pods together. Yeah. Pretty tight knit group here. Yeah. Yeah. If the three of us take okay. a vacation. Sure. Just the three of us. Okay. Where are we going? Where are we oh going? Gosh. For a week. We have a week. Oh, God. Where, where are we going? For a week? Yeah. Where are we going? Because oh, I don't know. We gotta Honestly, go see. I don't think. I don't even think we have to do it big because I think we we'd have fun in the simplest of places. I I agree. I agree. We I know that. Yes. I know in the past, like I we have agree. talked about boys trip, with including our our other yes, friends in the network, other yes. friends in the network, yes. cabin trip, in in yes, Tennessee we trip. Yes, we have. Yes, yes, we have. We have discussed this. Yes. I mean, we we yes. would entertain ourselves enough at the cabin, but there's also a crap ton of things to do in the Pigeon Forge Gallenberg area. I feel like even if three of us went. Breaking news. Is, if if all of us went to that trip, I can't guarantee whether there'd be another podcast to get. I can't guarantee it. We'd all be we'd all be well, we'd all uh, we, we we can't guarantee that all I feel like I can back. guarantee this. There would be a live pod. 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 We were at. Yeah, that'd be uh that'd be a hoot. It would it would be uh, like it would be like Circle City <sighs> chat chat. Uh, it, yeah, it'd be like the Circle room. City chat room. The chat yeah. room. Yes. That's a, in, be in the closet. The trap yes. room for you loyalists out here. It, yeah, yeah. never. <laughs> I don't think we've ever since the Running Oak Network was established. I don't think we've ever done a huge talked chat on room. air about the early days of our podcasting. We lives. were stuffed oh. in a closet, four or five people sharing two mics. One of these that of these. That, that Zach yeah. would carry in a grocery bag to school <laughs> for us Shout to do. Zach. Yeah, and uh, Caleb Lynn was at the very first Circle City <laughs> chat room yes, in was. my ba- in my parents' basement. Right, we were all huddled around my phone, which was recording the whole episode. <laughs> Devin Voss and Noah Wolfgang were also there. We they were. talked they about. Were. I still know. I still remember what we talked about. We talked about uh, Boogie Cousins. Yep, we did joining the Warriors. Marvin Bagley. And we talked about uh, Marvin Bagley's hurting. Yes, we talked hurting. about Marvin Bagley's injury with the yeah. Kings. Because it screwed us, Zach. 
Yeah, we were high on the Kings. Still high on the Kings. Oh, man. Been high on the Kings for, fuck, five years now. And then uh, we also talked, that was the year of the controversial championship games in the NFL. We had the D Ford offsides, and then we had the fixing in New Orleans. So never forget that. Never forget the fixing. Never forget it. But yeah, that's it. the early pod days are really something new. And then stuffed in the closet in the journalism department at yes. IUI. Yes. <laughs> Huddled around two for, for whatever wall mics. Yeah. Why did why did uh, Jonas have such a big office? Why was that fair? Dude, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I never understood that. Never. I never understood that. I mean, it was just so weird whenever that that would happen, but and then, of no, course, Alex establishes the Running Hook Network, and that's that's history. The rest is history. So. You're right. The rest is history. Alex was like, I'm going in on this. And he asked the people they wanted to ask, and therefore... He bought me out. He bought me he, out. He bought you out. So, anyhow, <laughs> let's get into these. Let's get into these games, gentlemen, because... You know, as we mentioned earlier, the scenarios are done. They're over. Um, and the first scenario that I think everybody was really intrigued with was just the idea of like, okay, who's going to win this AFC South, right? This is a division that certainly, you know, there were some teams that were supposed to be good that fall off. And then right, so this was a Tennessee Titan team that, you know, was coming into this, you know, coming in, having a great start to their season. And then absolutely fell off a cliff in the second half and the Jaguars did the complete opposite and just rolled in the second half. And it ended up where the Jaguars, you know, were able to come into this game against Tennessee at home and just kind of find a way to win it. And now they're in the playoffs hosting a playoff game. And we'll talk about their playoff matchup in a minute, but what's your takeaway of the Jaguars winning this division? I'll be honest. I think they were very fortunate that Josh Dobbs was quarterback for Tennessee. Uh, I didn't think Jacksonville played great, but I think I think they did grind it out. I mean, their their run game was non-existent. Um, it came down. You, to you don't think Lawrence. Josh Dobbs is good? No, I mean they're very fortunate that Josh Dobbs checked it down to Hassan Haskins on fourth and thirteen. Mm. Uh, you know, so I mean. It, I, I, it, good for Jacksonville. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for. For Doug Peterson after he took a lot of crap when he got chased out of Philadelphia. This is a good redemption story. Um, unfortunately, you know, Trent Balky looks good. Uh, you know, but look, I'm happy for those guys because there are a lot of young guys. We we really crapped on Jacksonville before the season started. We thought they yeah. overpaid for a lot of guys. Yeah. I still think that, but at the end, they made plays and they won the game. So kudos to them, uh, Tennessee. I'm glad you took your L. Enjoy that. Enjoy your off season. Enjoy another year uh, wasting Derrick Henry. Um, LLL, LOL. Rabel's overrated too. See you next year, Zach. Agree with everything Bryce said. Uh, I think the Titans would have lost this game even if Ryan Tannehill was under center. Interesting. Uh, and you all know what I think of Tannehill. I think we all feel the same on Tannehill. No, you're here. a top 10. Yeah. You think he's a top on 10 On this pod. He's top 10 paid quarterback. Uh, what you think of that is, if you don't think that's a travesty, I don't know what to tell you. You're not watching the games, Aikman. But the Titans, it's fun to see as a Colts fan who had nothing to root for this year. Mm-hmm. 
besides getting a good draft pick. Yeah, baby. And as a team that has struggled against the Titans basically since Andrew Luck retired, it's been very fun to see the collapse here. Guys, 0-7 to end the season. That's bad. That's really 0-7 bad. to end the season. Basically, at the midway point of the season, they had the, they had the division clinched. They basically all they had to do was not lose out and they would win the division. And what'd they do? They lost out. So I will eat it on Derrick Henry this season. Uh, I thought this was going to be a setback season and it wasn't. Uh, And he's doing it with quite a mediocre O line, which I think we've all been on the record saying that, but uh, it's, it's cool and fun to see this staff imploding a lot of firings. A lot of firings this week. Of course, the GM has been fired. Uh, but it's. I think it's great that the Jaguars make the playoffs. And I, I agree. We need to eat it on the Jaguars because we made fun of the Kirk signing, made fun of Zay Jones, we made fun of Evan Ingram. Oh. Uh, yeah. And now here we are. And I think this was probably the most fun outcome that we could have gotten as fans of football. Yeah, I agree. Because the Jaguars score a lot of points. Their defense is a little frisky. They have some guys on defense. Like uh, Caleb was texting me about Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. Josh Allen is underrated D lineman in the league right now. Underrated. Yeah. I, I think he's, yes. he's in Perhaps that conversation. Most underrated D lineman in the, in the league right now. They're well coached. Um, I don't think Doug Peterson's tenure came to an end in Philly because he was a bad coach. I just think it was time. I think the time kind of kind of ran out, but and people forget Doug Peterson's like last act was installing Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback in Philly. So I think he left on a good note if you look at it that way. But yeah, it's fun to see the Jags back in the playoffs. This is a way more fun team than the last Jags team that was in the playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think they have the potential. I think this will be the funnest game of the weekend. Jags Chargers. So very glad the Jags ended up winning the South. I think the Jaguars, you know, first off, I I think they, this was a game that honestly impressed me from the Jaguars because it was a game where, like Bryce was saying, I don't think it's the typical way the Jaguars want to win, yet they won in that way. You know, Trevor Lawrence made enough plays. The receivers made enough plays. And I just think this defensive line beat up a lousy Tennessee Titans over offensive line. It's a lousy offensive line, and the tight and the Jaguars defensive line just owned them. I mean, point blank, every guy made big plays. Josh Allen made big plays. Trayvon Walker made big plays. This is a Tennessee Titans team that's horribly constructed. Uh, I think they're looking into this offseason uh, in a black hole. Uh, I think the Titans uh, should be coming out of this game completely and totally panicked as a franchise. I I, I think the Jaguars came in here and and did exactly what they needed to do against one of the worst ran organizations in football. That's what I think. This was a, this is a team that all three of us said we didn't trust. We didn't trust. We didn't trust. We didn't trust. Their sustainability is, is, is it going to work? And that's exactly what happened in this contest. I think the best team in the AFC South ended up getting the division title. And that's, that's the other thing, Caleb, about the Titans kind of imploding here is because we, the three of us here, basically predicted it. I mean, me and me and uh, Bryce are Colts fans, so we see the Titans more than sure 
the normal NFL viewer, mm-hmm. but the thing that was so infuriating about the Titans winning, like they won a lot of games in the Red yeah. era. Right. And they did get to an AFC championship game. But right. the thing that's most infuriating about it is because it's not sustainable. And it's so predictable. They ran arguably the most predictable yeah. offense right. of any playoff caliber team of the past five years. Give it to Henry yeah. or check down with Tannehill. And then I think when they lost AJ Brown, that was kind of the beginning of the end. But yeah. that's what's kind of satisfying about this transitional period for the Titans, if you will. Because if you're yeah, from the Colts perspective. If you've seen it like somebody from me and Bryce's perspective who gets to see the Titans twice a year and maybe gets probably to see more them than that a little more yeah. on TV. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of satisfying because you knew this wasn't sustainable. You knew the AFC championship game that they made was kind of a lightning in a bottle situation. So yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of satisfying to see. And uh, I think they have a big off season ahead. Massive, massive offseason ahead. Uh, moving on, though, uh, to how the playoffs ended up, you know, basically getting situated. Let's get into the AFC a little bit. Uh, the New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots had the edge in the wild card. They had the edge for the seventh seed. Uh, but the New England Patriots, after losing to Buffalo, did not put themselves in a position uh, to succeed. Uh, the Bills won 35 to 23. And I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, it's kind of sweet how the Bills were able to start this game off with the Hines return touchdown. You know, it really was a, a cool moment down there in Buffalo. And I feel like almost as soon as it happened, you guys, it was almost bound uh, for the Bills to win this game. I mean, it just, it's how it felt. It's how it felt the whole time. I understand that New England, you know, tried to make some plays to come back in the game, but it just really felt like it was the Bills all the way here. And this New England Patriot team, look, I mean, they're fraudulent. Okay. They are. I mean, get your son off there. Get your, get your kids off the staff. Oh get your freaking, gosh. get your freaking horrible offensive coordinators out of there. Your special teams uh, with Joe Judge is not cutting it. Uh, this is, this is a, this is a team that has absolute problems to me. Uh, this is you, you can't sit there and rule an NFL team like a king. You can't do that. It doesn't work. Won't sustain. It's why the Patriots are in the playoffs. Bryce, go ahead, uh, because I, I'm going to make you eat it. You thought this New England Patriot team was good. I was telling uh-huh. you all year this team was fraudulent. This team there wasn't very go. good. That this, this quarterback go. wasn't very good. The coaching staff wasn't very good. And and frankly, the Bills lost a step. Okay, they're just they're not that far off, dude. Okay, you know, don't act like they're that far off. If they get a legitimate offensive coordinator in here, I feel like they they probably do make the playoffs. Can I tell you a hot take? Can I tell sure. you a hot take? Sure. I'd rather be the Colts than the Patriots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on, dude. I Caleb, I don't know about that. I, don't well, I mean, that. what's okay? Okay, take out Mac Jones. Take out Mac Jones out of the equation Explain for a second. It. Okay. Explain think, it. No, 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 no. Think about this. Okay. Okay. You have good running backs in Ramondre Stevenson and Damon oh, Harris, right? God. A better running okay. backs than Eva. Go on. Okay, and then in the receiving core, Jacoby Myers is very underrated. Let's just be real. You oh, can't deny that. Sure. Devontae Parker is a is solid when he's healthy. He's right. He's, he's Tyquan, I feel like Tyquan conflicted Ford, on him coming, coming off an injury. He's the, he's his, the his key. Rookie year, he's the I think key. I think he's solid. Hunter Henry is a good tight end. 
Yes, I mean, he's, he's very overpaid. Bait. He's bait. very overpaid. Very overpaid. Oh, okay, I'm not arguing that, but he's decent. Okay. I mean, he's fine. He's the decent. Money's, better than the, money's, the other tight end they have on the roster. He's decent. Fair and fair to okay. that question. Too. So they have pieces on offense. This defense is a monster, dude. Bentley Jones so is a rookie. Judon did to us, to right? Both Jones. Yeah, Judon. Judon Don Shaw made us. Wait, the Colts didn't show you a great defense? Judon slapped. Well, I think they showed you a very good defense. No, I'm, not Judon, arguing, I'm not arguing Colts versus Patriots. I'm arguing that this Patriots team is not that far off, dude. They finished eight and nine this year. I think they have work to do. I do. I, I see. I, I see where Bryce yes. is coming from. And I agree with that you that they're not far off, but I think Bryce, there is more of a chance that they fall off again than they do get better. I see. I don't because know about the way that, that, because they make they make moves in free agency. Think about this: they traded for Parker, right? They signed Hunter Henry. They sure. they uh, they signed Judon, which is it's Those ironic. Guys, they're making moves in free agency because they never did that with Tom Brady. Right. I mean, they, see that uh, explains and that explains panic to me. That's all. Oh, That's all. Come on. It does. They, it does. They have a pick. Like they're going to get better. They are not that uh, I far see, off, Caleb. I, I see where both you're coming it, from because yeah. kind of we, Caleb, Bryce, we both know Caleb's problem with the Patriots is mostly Mac Jones, and he it, thinks right. Bill Belichick and, has it, taken a step back, right. which I don't necessarily agree with because this team probably had no business f- uh, finishing eight and nine. And I agree with him that Bill Belichick has taken a step back in the fact that he appointed Matt Patricia, right, of all people. To call the plays, he would have been better off having Robert Kraft calling the plays. Right, so, exactly. And I agree with you in that this defense is undoubtedly a top ten defense. Uh, I think if this offense could do anything, that this team would have more national spotlight, and a guy like Matt Judon could get buzz for DPOY. Uh, fair. I mean, fair. He was. He's very, Matt Judon. He's a absolutely, player. he's a great player. He absolutely fucked the Colts. I think he had three sacks. He's a great. Uh, I think it was more, which is weird because I, I, it's weird that Baltimore didn't re-sign him because they love signing like good pass rushers, and yes, linebackers. As we've seen I just this don't week, think they expected so weird. Yeah, I just so don't think weird. they expected this jump. I just don't think they expected Patriots, him to be that good. Uh, that being said, I'm glad the Patriots didn't make the playoffs because. They're a boring team. They're predictable. I mean, my God, like I said, they win ugly plays. They win ugly. That's why. That's a new play ugly style. It's a boring team, Bryce. They do play ugly style. But but it's not a team, Bryce, that I I genuinely believe. They would would give Buffalo more of a shot than than Jacksonville, in my opinion. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Who's got a better defense? Pats or Jags? Pats or Jags? Say that again, sorry. Who's got a better defense, Pastor Jack? Patriots. Patriots, and it's Patriots. not close. And it's not close. It's not close. Okay, okay. Josh Allen, Josh Allen's going to be done in by halftime. Against the Jaguars, if by yes. halftime? Yes. Yes. I wouldn't say that. You, the Patriots can't score. I agree. I agree. They put you, up, they this, you, you can't. You, they, they, 43 is uh, high for the Patriots. You're not going to. That's a lot. Wait, I agree. No, 23 points. Oh, no. For the Patriots. For the Patriots, Bryce. They've put, the they put up 29. They've put up 38. 
They've put up 26. Against who? Against who? Uh, the Colts, the Vikings. The Colts. Um, they put up 24 against the Raiders. I'll say the Colts, Bryce. They, we watch the Colts every they week. They put up 23 against the Bills. Like, I mean, come on. Come on. Now, come I will on. say this. For, the, for this particular game that we're talking about, this particular Pats-Bills sure, game. Sure. Pats-Bills games, yeah. Closer than I thought. And I respect the Pats for... Because this was the most game. Just a couple throws, a couple Mac Jones throws away. I mean, he had three interceptions. I mean, that's bad. Yes, totally understand that. But he also did have 243 yards and three touchdowns. I'm not out on Mac Jones, at least as much as Caleb is. I do like Zappy slightly better. I. That's what I. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I think Zappy. I said slightly. That's the fine, thing about Zappy, come on, Bryce. You know Zappy is. I mean, fuck. We sat here, you know, in our group text saying when the I, I, the Monday night game, the Patriots played the Bears. Yeah, we were like, how long? How long till uh, Zappy's back in the game? Right. And it was the second possession for the Pats that he was back in the game. <laughs> the second fucking possession. So <laughs> I think Zappy is better than Mac Jones. He just has a little more poise. And I feel like he doesn't rush as much. Like Mac Jones, as soon as he gets his, as if, if Mac Jones is in the shotgun and he gets the snap, it's like immediate, he's acting like he's immediately under pressure. And he's not. He acts frazzled immediately. That's the thing I don't like about Mac Jones and the fact that they don't have any weapons besides Jacoby Myers, who, all due respect, he threw three interceptions not in, a, in a winner go home game. And he I'm threw out three on interceptions the in a winner go home game. I, Caleb, I'm I'm on your side look, that I'm look, out on the Pats, it. It, but right. their defense is legitimate and quite frankly it's being wasted because their well, defensive well, you know, guru is wasted. calling the offensive plays. You know, you know, you know, well, you know why though, right? Because Patricia Belichick is bringing his son plays? to be the defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in a solid defensive coordinator. The meme. The meme, Steve or, Belichick, or or the other thing we don't realize, which I, which is my opinion. This is my theory. I do not know. This is my theory. Is I just think Bill walks all over him. I think he runs the defense. Well, let's. I, I want well, to ask Bryce. I would question. want to. Uh, okay. Because and that's fine you if said he does, but I'm off. just saying. Go ahead. No, what are you saying about Steve? I just think Steve. Steve I mean, Belichick. Is Steve Belichick getting a job anywhere else? Yes or no. Not who I thought was going to come up on this pod. No. He will. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go okay. ahead. Well, Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, Zach. But it, Bryce <laughs> likes Zappy better than Mac Jones, which I totally get. And I, I get think the that. sample size right. we got of Zappy this year was big enough to say that Zappy's a better fit in this offense than mm. Mac Jones. So, Bryce, sure. next season rolls around. And Caleb, you too. Next season rolls around. Say the Pats start like 0 and 2. And it's the third year of Mac Jones. Do you just switch to yes. Zappy? Yes. Ah, no yeah. hesitation. I'm switching to Zappy. No hesitation. I, would I, mean, yeah, I don't right even think that's a question. I think I, yeah, I, I mean, that's I, happening. If you if you start off slow, if you start off slow, no scoring which, like they did this year. The other thing that like yeah, this this team from a running game standpoint, 100% agree with Bryce. Very strong running game. Very, very strong running game. Um, I just, very you strong. know, there's there's just certain parts of this team that I have real issues with. Among and, the strongest. Yeah, and, and I just, I don't really know how it gets fixed. And, and if it does get fixed, we'll find out in the offseason. And, and maybe I change my tone. Uh, is Mac next Jones up, the quarterback next year? Yeah, yes. Is Mac Jones the starter? 
Yes. You don't yes. think they go after somebody? No, I don't. If, yeah, I know what you're hinting at. I know what you're hinting at. No, I don't. I don't. I know. I know what he's hinting at. He's he's hinting at Jimmy Garoppolo. No, Garoppolo Brady. or Brady. Or Brady. No, no. If that does, yes, I'm about to say or Brady. That's embarrassing. Brady. Well, anyway, Brady Swanson is New England. Let's move on. Let's move uh, on. No. Um, to the ugliest game of the weekend. Uh, that ended up being the deciding factor for the seventh playoff spot when the Miami Dolphins um, win 11 to six over the Jets. The Dolphins, led by quarterback Skylar Thompson, scored 11 points. The two running backs for the Dolphins combined for 70 rushing yards. Uh, they made enough plays in the passing game, and Jason Sanders uh, kicked a, a couple field goals. And uh, shout out to the Dolphins defense for hitting the cover. Uh, we'll we'll uh, with an 11 to six game. With an eleven to six game, Miami went to nine and eight. The Jets went seven and ten. Um, the Dolphins are the seventh seed, Zach. Uh, they are the seventh seed in the AFC. Um, Unfortunately, uh, and I called that by the way. Uh, and what what do you think about uh, how that uh, turned out in, in terms of them getting in and and just kind of what what did you see from this game from Miami? <laughs> Well, you didn't see much. You didn't see much from uh, the Dolphins. It's it's unfortunate they made the playoffs. I'm just gonna say it from a fan's perspective. It's very unfortunate the Miami Dolphins made the playoffs because their quarterback's not healthy. Uh, they finally announced today that he's not going to play uh, this weekend. In Probably the, the right game. call. Probably the right call. And there was a Schefter tweet today. That me and Bryce saw that uh, Skyler, the Dolphins are preparing as if Skyler Thompson is going to start again. And let me tell you, right. let me tell you this: Skyler Thompson has the potential to be the worst quarterback to ever start a playoff game in NFL history. Name me a worse quarterback: Connor Cook, Brock Osweiler. Wow. Oh, I mean, he is in the conversation. John is- Walford? Right. Walford won. That's what, that's what we're talking yeah. Walford didn't win. He beat, he beat Russ. Another indictment on Russ. But it's just... <laughs> the dream scenario for this game was Jets win. That way paves the way for the Steelers to make the playoffs, as I predicted, which, by the way, Caleb, you need to eat it on the rapist beating the Steelers. That didn't happen. Fair, fair, fair. Because the fair. rapist is washed. All right, okay, anymore. all right, all right, all right, fine, whatever, whatever, fine, whatever. But uh, whatever. This, there's not much to take away from this game other than the fact that the Jets don't have a quarterback on the roster capable of taking advantage of the weapons they have and the Dolphins' defense was just good enough to to win this game. So, congrats on getting the seventh seed. You're going to get blown out this week, Bryce. Um, I mean, what has been said about the Dolphins and, and the fact that they were even, you know, asking if Tua was going to be able to play is such a joke. If he played in this game, yeah, it's good a move by the Dolphins because this would have been a bloodbath, a media bloodbath. If he was declared able to start this game, media bloodbath. Yep. I think yep. what's more of a joke for me is is uh, Caleb's New York Jets um, that he stands by uh, decided to fire offensive coordinator Mike Lafleur. I don't stand. Um, 
No, you do stand with your Jets. No, not stand in this. Your Jets. Stand, no, this doesn't mean no, this not with this. Okay, no. This, this, yeah. yes, this, this is absolutely a joke. Yeah. This, Mike LaFleur is going to find a job so fast, it's going to make your head spin. I mean, this next is... Week? Maybe something happened behind the scenes that we don't know about. Does he get hired next week? Probably. It probably goes to the weeks. Titans. Probably Two goes weeks. to the Titans. I bet that's where he goes. I mean, he's, he's going to get... I, he, he, this man shook hands with, with Kyle Shanahan. We know if anybody shakes hands with with Sean McVay or Shanahan, they get a job. Just playing. Yeah, if you're in the same, if you're in the same time zone as those guys, you right. get a job. Yeah, congrats. So, I mean, th- this is an absolute joke from Robert Sala. Again, if something happened that we don't know about, fine. But as it stands right now, this is an absolute joke. I agree. Absolute I joke. totally agree. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, Robert oh, Sala I, I, has well, now sealed his fate as a head coach in the NFL. It was. Congrats. It was said that you know this was said yesterday. And then Bryce sent us a tweet, Caleb, that this was not true. Right. And then now today, Ian Rappaport confirms it. So the fact that the Jets are, I don't know if this was a Sala call. I don't know whose call this was. I refuse to believe Sala is that dumb to, to believe that. Looks so, like rash, he looks like he's very, he's very emotional. He definitely is an alpha male coach. And he, I feel like he definitely controls the locker room and has a good feel for what's going on with the team. Hence the benching of Zach Wilson. But I don't, he was very quick to bench Zach Wilson, but I feel, I feel like this came from higher up to fire Mike LaFleur. I don't feel like, interesting. I don't feel like Sala is happy with this. And this is a one of the the Jets can't get out of their own way, man. This is no, a, just can. a classic Jets move. Yeah, refusing to acknowledge what the actual problem is. And 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 you know the problem is they've really made a, a stance that they believe that it's the offensive design and not the quarterback room. And and this is a Jets team that frankly has just been underwhelming from the quarterback position. Look, I and I, I also don't think that hiring an, another offensive coordinator is going to help your young quarterback if you still think he has, you know, talent in this league. You know, if you, I don't want him learning another offensive system. Uh, I just think this is horrible from the Jets. Uh, I don't stand by this move at all from the Jets. Uh, I 100% agree with you that I think Lafleur is going to go uh, somewhere else very quickly. Um, I. I Look, I think Miami, you know, obviously two would not be in there. A massive deal. Massive, massive deal. Uh, definitely want to definitely hope that Teddy Two Gloves can get in there. I think Teddy is much better uh, than Skylar Thompson in this position. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, but I, I think that the, the Miami defensively, uh, I really want to give them credit because I get it. They played Joe Flacco. Um and I think that, you know, look, he, they, they came into this game. You stopped the team to 11 points. You made enough plays defensively. This is a unit that Bryce and I really like. We like the talent up and down on this unit. And, you know, the stats and the stuff like that don't, doesn't really show up for this team. But last year, Bryce and I called it. You know, we said, look, they were struggling last year. We tried, we really weren't that concerned. You know, they came out. They had a great middle-to-end stretch of their season last year. This season, okay, you know, same type of thing, losing some games straight and then just kind of rallying away to get to the playoffs. Getting to the playoffs for them was massive. I think it would have been considered a disappointment had they not gotten to the playoffs just in general. Uh, next up, uh, a game that I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I came away from the television 
really wondering what in the world I just watched because I, I'll be honest, I just didn't expect this result uh, because I think Zach brought up in fantastic theory. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Los Angeles Rams <laughs> 19 to 16. Rams go five and 12. Seahawks go, or go to nine and eight with this win. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks put themselves in position to get the seven seed. We'll talk about how they actually got the seven seed uh, in the next uh, segment. But, you know, I, this Seattle game, uh, very 1916, very competitive game. Uh, plays swinging both ways, turnovers uh, forced by the defense. This really was it felt very high intensity, um, more so than I think. Pretty much every game on a slate, except for the one that we're going to talk about after this. So, um, Zach, Seattle, Seattle getting the win over the Rams. What do you think? Um, my theory didn't pan out. Oh, um, does that hurt the pride a little bit? A little bit. The end of the theory was that the Packers would make the playoffs, which ended up didn't happening. So that that's actually a good, uh, an L that Adele. I would take. Adele is throwing us off the scent. I'll gladly take that L, uh, even though if you uh, we're going to talk about that game, uh, yeah. so I can talk about the officiating when we get to it. But this game, uh, I really thought the Rams were going to pull it out, if not for a Jalen Ramsey brainless penalty. <laughs> uh, they might have. But at the same time that I don't want the Seahawks to be in the playoffs, it's kind of hard not to feel good for them. Because Gino, a guy who's been just shit on his whole career, has finally turned it around and probably earned himself a nice little contract here. Maybe like a three-year contract, two-year contract or something like that. I, I agree. Uh, and Pete Carroll, I feel like, has if he wasn't already, in my mind, this season hmm. kind of vindicated him hmm. as hmm. an elite head coach. Um, I wasn't really sold on him all those years with Russ because he had Russ and he had a great defense. So this season kind of sealed that deal for me. Uh, but a lot of questions with the Rams guys could be a big shuffle next year for the Rams, but yeah, this had a, this score perfectly represents these two teams this year, two very low scoring, uh, grinded out teams. And in the Rams case, 16 points also kind of encapsulates their speeds, their season, like just couldn't score points. Had to basically be on the defense for every game they played. So very typical game for both of these teams. And uh, the theory, like I said, did not come to fruition, but Packers didn't make it. So I don't care. Right. Um, what, what do you think of Seattle coming in here? 19 to 16, finishing with two wins in a row against the Jets and the Rams to now put themselves in that seven and not and on to be able to get to the playoffs. Again, I'm 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 happy for them. I'm happy yeah, for Tino Smith. I mean, it, yeah. you know, Kenneth Walker's really come on. Um, you know, I think he did ex- I think he did everything everyone expected him to do. Uh-huh. Um, you know, see the Seattle receivers seem to really like Geno Smith. Um, it was looking a little rough for Geno. You know, I, I think if they didn't make the playoffs, I think they might have moved off off of him. Um, I agree with Zach. I think he played himself into a contract, and good and good for him. 
You know, uh, I mean, you just get happy for certain guys, you know, guys that came back, Bruce Irvin, Jonathan Abram, maybe we'll see a revival uh, when Jamal Adams gets healthy. Him and Abram could be nasty uh, back there. Uh, Nuosu had a really good year. Nuosu has been incredible for them. Right. Shelly Harris sticking it to to Denver said he traded me. So, and Tariq Woolen, man, big, big rookie year out Uh of him. Big time. I think they got some building blocks. I agree. Um, to, to build off of. So I'm happy for them. I, I don't think that they'll win a playoff game, um, but I don't think they're an easy out either. No, I know. I definitely don't. I you definitely know, I, don't think I, they are. I don't. I don't. I agree, Bryce. They're going to win. Um, I, I, I just don't think that. So, but I'm happy for Seattle. I would have yeah. loved to see Detroit, but happy for That's Seattle fair. too. It's fair. Yeah, I, I think I, I definitely was hoping at the end that it would come down to a Detroit and Seattle simply just because I think, you know, from the stack and the way that the teams played all season, I just think those were the two best teams to have in that seven seed. And, you know, Seattle beat Detroit. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, they had that tiebreaker over them uh, to advance them. You know, I'm excited to see what the Seattle team does. Um, I mean, I think Seahawks are good in big games. Pete Carroll's good in big games. Uh, DK Metcalf's been very good in big games. Uh, there's a lot of really good experience on that roster. And, you know, I trust Carroll as a coach. I think they're going to be very interesting in the playoffs. Uh, I, I'm very curious to kind of see how Geno kind of plays does he turn a ball over can he make some smart plays because the arm is it's very lively uh, at times uh, it's just sometimes he can overplay it so very curious we'll talk about that game and the playoffs after this but you know i definitely want to talk about the green bay packers against the detroit lions uh and and so uh bryce i'll start with you on this one uh oh. detroit yeah, I'll start with you on this one. I'm a classy gentleman. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, came into this game against Lambeau uh, at the Seattle beat. You know, Seattle played at 3 o'clock. Detroit saying, yeah. And they just came here. Detroit did. They won this game 2016. Put them at second place in the division. Packers go to 8-9 and nine on the year. 20-16, Bryce. I'm just, what, what did you think of this Sunday night game and Detroit eliminating Green Bay and Lambeau? Um. So we all watch Detroit Hard Knocks, correct? Yes, we did. Uh, okay. Yes. I think this game is exactly what we thought were going to be the Detroit Lions this year. That they embody Dan Campbell mm. with just the, you know what, you're going to have to kill me to stop me. Uh, you know, the, the season really didn't go how Detroit fans thought people in the NFL thought. And it was disappointing. But the way they ended the season is something to look forward to. And this win caps that off. I think this gives them momentum going into next year. I think Jared Goff gets a, gets a, a contract extension. I think Jamal Williams probably gets a raise, big-time raise. Um, I think they're going to incorporate Jamison Williams more next year, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that receiving core is dangerous, dude. I, I would re-sign Shark big-time. Uh, resign yeah. him. Yeah. Keep Reynolds around. I like Raymond. Um, I think even losing Hawkinson, you you almost kind of didn't notice it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Hawkinson's a really good yeah. player. Yeah. But, like, guys like Brock Wright and, and Zilstra kind of stepped up. Big time win for Detroit, man. Big time win. I'm happy for him. 
I'm happy for Dan Campbell. I know it's not the playoffs, but that first quarter interview he gave. Mm. I mean, just just <laughs> screw the Packers, screw them. You know, we don't have beef. Just screw them. That was awesome. You know, like I'm down for that. Totally I like down that for mentality. That. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to play for a guy? Can we have them on Hard Knocks again this year? Is that possible? I don't know, man. It was pretty incredible to watch. The I, I went on Hard Knocks again. I'll I'll watch the heck out of Dan Campbell all day long, dude. All day long. And I mean, Packers, bro, Goodell had this on a silver platter for you guys. He literally had it. Zach's going to talk about officiating. I'm not going to steal his thunder, but I agree with everything Zach says, and he hasn't even said it yet. Aaron Rodgers, <sighs> enjoy your money, Aaron. I'll, I'll go from there. I know Zach's got plenty to say. Enjoy your Zach? money. Zach? It was the worst officiated game of the year. Point blank. Period. Worst officiated game of the year. I know for a fact, me and Caleb were watching this game on FaceTime. The Lions were fucked out of at least 14 points. Uh, the Jameson Williams caught a... Crossing. Bomb. A crossing. Oh, Dime oh, yeah, bomb from Jared Goff. One of yeah, the best throws that's ever come from Jared Goff's arm. <laughs> and they called it back on a hands to the face, which happens on every play in the NFL and every game. Uh, and they finally <laughs> decide to to throw the flag on that. Uh, I also want to take a squat on NBC's take on the game as soon as it ended. The take wasn't uh, the Lions have won <laughs> and beaten their rival and prevented them from making the playoffs. The take was, oh, God, woe is us. The Packers are out. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, is he done in Lambeau? Is this the last time we'll ever see him in a Packers jersey? Uh, meanwhile, he played like shit, and didn't, they didn't say anything about it. They didn't say anything about him. Oh, that, uh, another thing. Aaron Rodgers was bailed out of an interception. By by a Joseph. flag. Kirby Joseph. Yeah, good. Joseph. 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 Who's, yeah, who, who's been balling, by the way? Who owns Rogers? This is a well? secondary. This is a secondary. I that think has sucked all played. season. This is a secondary that has sucked all season, except against Aaron Rodgers. The you remember the first time coach. they played each other? Yes. I think Aaron Rodgers threw three picks against this team. In Detroit, the first time they played. Aiden Hutchinson got one. And that tells you Aiden Hutchinson was the MVP of this game. Him and Jamal Williams, co-MVPs of this game. Aiden Hutchinson had two sacks, proving why he probably should have been the number one pick. No offense to Walker, but... No, yes, yes, yes. Goddamn. And now... This was a lot for Bryce here. I just thought NBC's (laughs) coverage of the game when it ended was a, a joke. They cut right to Aaron Rodgers. They managed to catch him denying a jersey swap with Jameson Williams, which Rodgers classy as ever. Uh, his hand around his fellow senior citizen Randall Cobb coming off, coming off. He said he sent a jersey to Jameson. Come on, give him a little credit. No, no. Oh, no, come on, no, give him some no, credit. No, no. And now we're entering the third off season in a row. That's going to be capitalized by, oh, God, where's Aaron Rodgers going to go see he retires? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? We're going well, on. Hack, hack it might be coming back to the staff, so. Oh, yeah, that'll solve everything. Yeah, Look, this well. team, and not to mention, 
I haven't even mentioned this. I've been talking about the officiating and the coverage of the game. Two of the most brainless, lowest IQ plays, most inexplicable penalties. Yeah. That I have yeah. ever seen, ever seen. Oh my gosh. In twenty plus years of yeah. watching the NFL, I, I agree. We have Douglas on the Packers. <laughs> my gosh! I don't know if he w- he might have been drunk. They had to have done a a, a sobriety test on him after the game. He might have been drunk because mm. he was walking down the line of scrimmage. <laughs> While the Lions were attempting to kick a field goal before the end of the first half, what were you doing? He grabbed the ball. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. If you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And it allowed the Lions. It was a 15-yard penalty. It changed it from it a 48, 48 to it 33. Was, yes. And it was a chip shot for our guy Badgley, who should still be on the Colts. And then we have... Fuck, remind me of the name. Quay Walker. Quay Walker. 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 This is his second offense, by the way. Second offense. Quay Walker. Yes, second offense. Shoving a Lions trainer as he's trying to tend to a Lions player on the field. Ejected. Ejected. So when you're trying to fix a game, Roger Goodell, these are the things you can't plan for. Dumbass penalties that have to be called. Otherwise the rigging is too obvious. Uh, but Caleb, I posed this question to Bryce uh-huh. and I'll pose it to you now. Uh-huh. I don't like this question. The lion, is this the biggest win in lions? I posed it to Bryce as is, is this the biggest win in lions franchise history? But I forgot the lions had won some titles in the pre Super Bowl era. So I'll phrase it this way. Is it the biggest Post, is it the biggest post merger victory in Lions history? Even though they didn't make the playoffs, is it the biggest win in the post merger era for the Lions? Probably. <laughs> it's in the top three at least. It's in the top. It's in a top. I mean, see, they made the playoffs. Some I years wonder what Stafford. our friend DJ Deke would say. I think I think it's a top five win um, because. It, but it's not a top five win if they don't bounce, if they don't build off of it. Right. I think that's the, what if, you know, they, they've got to, they've, they've got to okay. find a way to, you know, make the jump to the playoffs. Like Dan was saying, um, look, when I, when I, when I watched this game, I just saw, I saw a green Bay back a team, just get kicked in the butt all night long. All night long. Jamal Williams, the ultimate revenge long. game from Jamal Williams. And, and I'm just, uh, I'm just no, I was screwing for that. And and look, I mean, no, screw this, this, was a, this was a team. This was a team in Green Bay coming in here at home. Everybody thought they were untouchable. You know, everyone thought that they were going to come into Lambeau looking really hot. And folks, I, I just want to give you this reminder. You know, I'm, I'm giving it to you. It's for free. Uh, I'm not paying you for charge when I say this take. Aaron Rodgers sucks. <laughs> I'm not paying. I'm not. You aren't even having to pay for me saying that. Get him the tide. It's, it's there. It's free. Get him the tide. Really free. Tide? Uh, I mean, true. Yeah, he needs it right now. 
He might need that. Quick, he needs that quick wash. I, I look when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, look, look. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, th- th- this is a ridiculous performance. This is a ridiculous performance. The defensive backcourt, the defensive back coach of the Detroit Lions got fired in the middle of the season. <laughs> this was the defensive back. This was a defensive back room that just flat out wasn't that good. And they came in here and made plays on you. And they made it twice on you. And they made it when it mattered. You wanted $50 million. You wanted $50 million. You wanted to have higher paid. That means you got the pressure. Don't be sitting there and blaming everybody else. Own it. You're the man. You're the guy that this team rallies around. Don't be sitting here and saying that you want change when you're bringing a change. $50 million, you're going to be the one that has to have the accountability. You are. Don't be sitting there blaming. If you want to talk about your greatness, if you want to talk about your greatness, start winning games when it matters. Oh, I own the NFC North. Aaron Rodgers is flat out not in this conversation. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers wants to get out, it's the weakest move in the NFL in the last five years. No, no, no. Sean McVay getting out would be. No, no. Yeah. No, this would no, be much, no. This, much, I would argue Rodgers is much weaker. Rodgers is weaker. Rodgers is weaker. Because, because he's doing this to himself. Aaron Rodgers, this, yes. I understand you could say the same thing about McVay. McVay won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has been holding on to one trophy. He can't win big games when it matters. He just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. I mean, th- and it's not just an opinion. Team. It's a simple fact. He has not yes. been able to win games over the last th- three to four years when it matters. This you should be. Team. I mean, Bryce, this is a Detroit team that was about a story. Okay. But if you told me, I would be lying to you. I would be lying. And I said the Lions were going to win the game, but I'd be lying to you if I was like super confident about it. Right? Okay. The no, Packers, fair or not. I agree. I agree. It's, it, it's, it's nuts they lost this game. They got away from the running game. They got away from the running game. That's problem number one. Rodgers can't carry you to anything. That's number one. Number two, this defense underperformed. I thought they were going to be better defensively. This defense underperformed. That's a problem moving forward for the Packers. And number three, you know, we're seeing a fake coach out here in my in, in LaFleur. Oh, fake. come on. What? You heard me. You heard me. Why is he he's being, carried, he's being carried by that roster. He's not making Caleb. enough coaching adjustments. That's a that's a take. He's not making enough coaching adjustments. Matt Lafleur Lafleur is not the best coach in this division. No 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 I, no no. He's not the guy uh, that Connell? just beat him is the oh, guy that Dan just beat Campbell? him is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The guy that just beat him is, and he's been, and he's but, been coached by a mile. Lafleur doesn't have control it. this locker room. Look at all those mistakes that this team had. No, he definitely doesn't. Okay. Look at all the look, look at the what, stakes look, look at what Lazard said after the game. This is like desperate housewives. I just like bachelor out here with the way their drama is. I'm, I'm look, I, I'm done with the Packers. I, I I've been so done with them all year long. This team didn't deserve to make the playoffs. This team you're, didn't deserve it. You're oh. upset. Now, look, I am upset because I'm tired of the I'm tired of this team. I I just you should this be team, upset. This team's horrible. And, and the fan base, the fan base is going to sit there and keep defending that one championship that they had, like whatever, like 15 years ago. The 2010 season. I don't even want to freaking remember. It's been so long. I've slept so much. Like, I, it just give, give me a break. The, me the a thing break. that's most indicting about this is that this was a team, not counting this year, they had three straight 13 win seasons. Give me a break. And they have nothing to show for it. 
Nothing to show for it. And one guy leaves, Devontae Adams leaves, and you suck? Right. Again, I've said this all season. Oh, Who's no, the here MVP? we go. <laughs> Who's the real <laughs> I knew MVP? That, I knew that come, was coming. No, I knew no, that was no, coming. No, no. I knew that was coming. Devontae Adams leaves, <laughs> and Zadarius Smith leaves. No, he didn't. Zadarius Smith didn't leave. He got cut. Yeah, cut. 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 Right. Right. Cut. And now you suck? Now you suck. Your offensive line hinges on one lineman, Bakhtiari. A couple years ago, you let Lindsley go. Genius move. Genius move. This is just a team with no direction. And all their money is wrapped up in one guy. I don't think you can say that about any other team in the league. Any other team in the league. $50 million a year. Unprecedented. And you're living off a title, like Caleb said. Uh, that you won when it's I was ridiculous. in seventh grade. Sorry, franchise. So fuck off. No. Time to turn the page. We'll, we'll and we're entering the, we'll third, the third straight we'll, offseason we'll where we're the third straight Rodgers dominated offseason. Miss me. To, I don't care can we what talk you about, do. Let's, let's talk about quality football. Uh, we, got, we got a preview here now in the playoffs Saturday night. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Seattle against the Niners. I'll be honest with you, Bryce. I think you made a good point about Pete Carroll. Um, I don't know if they win this game, but if you had to kind of give a key here, some keys to success, your Seattle, what does that look like? You know, if they're going to come in here and they're going to play on the road oh, against God. the divisional team, you know, which they've seen twice, what, what does that look like? I mean, my first reaction is just good luck um, because – I mean, we're looking, we're talking about, um, you know, offensive, former offensive player of the years, potential defensive player of the year this year. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, the 49ers, their, their defense is just so good. And that offense is just so dynamic. They can hit you from everywhere. Right. I guess first and foremost, I, I, okay, this is how I do it. You take your chance, you make Brock Purdy beat you. Just, just own the ground. I think, own the yes, ground I, I think, yeah, I think even though I feel like Brock Purdy can win you a game, I think that's your best bet. Rookie, six rounder. Yes, he's got the weapons all over, but I feel like that Seahawks defense is decent enough where, you know, they can cause some problems. So I probably load the box. Stay, you know, stay home on the run and just make hopefully if you play man, you just got to hope that, you know, you stay with your guy. I feel like this is going to be a big IU game, though, because mm. um, mm. I don't really think you can stop McCaffrey either, especially out of the backfield. Yeah, that's I, you got to you got to stack the box and then on offense, you got to get you got to get the ball in, in the hands of your of your playmakers as, as much as possible. So Kenneth Walker, obviously you want to get him going, but I think you need to get the ball in the hands of Metcalf however you can. And if that's stupid mm. junk plays, I think that's what you have to do. Mm. Jet sweeps, reverses. If he can throw a pass, let him throw a pass. Maybe some wildcat. I think you just got to get in the hands of your playmakers, to give yourself a chance. Uh, Zach, you know, this is a team that, you know, obviously with the Niners, their experience, they've got experience. Seattle's got experience in some, you know, in some circumstances. What are, what are you looking for from 
Seattle. We'll do 49ers offensively against Seahawks defensively. When you think about the 49ers offense against Seahawks defense, what do you think about? Well, I think the Niners, out of any team in the playoffs, I'm not saying they're the best team in the playoffs. I'm saying that they have, offensively, they have the most ways to beat you because they have the most playmakers. I would say them... Minnesota and Cincinnati have the most balanced offenses in the playoffs, where at all all of the skill positions, they have somebody that can beat you. Uh, As for Seattle, they don't have any corners, which is going to be a problem against Ayuk and Debo, uh, and they don't have any pass rush, which is N or, or... or run defense, which is going to be a problem against McCaffrey. So, I don't see this game being particularly close. Hmm. Uh, the only way I think it could be close is if the Seahawks get off to a fast start and maybe get a yeah. stop on a couple of the first possessions. But I agree with Bryce. They're going to have to feed DK. They're going to look deep to lock it as well. Um, <clears throat> and they're going to need to get Kenneth Walker going because he didn't really end the season that well. And they're going to need to reestablish him if they want to win this game, let alone advance in the playoffs. So not feeling too good about Seattle, but uh, I will not blame them if they lose to San Francisco. Cause like I said, arguably the NFC favorite to represent the conference in the Super Bowl. Fair. Um, Look, when I when I see this game here, um, I, I just think it's going to come down to the way I grew with Bryce. Like, I think this has got to be a game where you just trust your elite playmakers if you're Seattle. You got to get them the ball. Um, I think there are some matchups they can attack. Um, I think they can attack DK with DK in this game. I think he's he's proven multiple times before. I mean, I, I think this is a, a, something I often forget. I don't know if you guys remember this, but remember he had 180 yards in the postseason one time, like the guy's been a big time postseason player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something that certainly can, um, you know, be a factor. Uh, He's flown under country. the radar this year. Yeah. And I, I think that Lockett's certainly a big factor with his veteran leadership. And, you know, this is a young offensive line. And I think if Seattle's going to have a, you know, a nice day, this young offensive line is just going to have to grow up in this game. That's a tough ask. Tough ask for Cross against Bosa, but I feel like that's how they're going to have to play this. I really do. Um, I, look, I agree with Bryce. I'd stack the box. I'd make Purdy beat you. Um, I think it's going to be very fascinating to see what they do with Tariq Woolen. You know, do they try to match him with Debo? Do they try to put him all over the field? Um, I, I think this has a chance to be a closer game than everybody thinks. Um, but it's tough to not go the Niners here. Uh, Saturday Night Football. Uh, Chargers, Jaguars. Talk about the Jaguars, but heading into this game for the Chargers, uh, the Chargers played the Denver Broncos, and Brandon Staley didn't know resting his starters meant. Uh, they were already the fifth seed, and he just basically decided to play every single guy uh, and risk potential injury. And he kind of has with Mike Williams, but it seems like he's, you know, it, it seems like they're just being really cautious with him in practice because he's going to play. That's how I'm reading the situation right now. Um, the Chargers are going to Jacksonville in this matchup. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, both making their debuts in the playoffs. Uh, 
Um, two exciting quarterbacks, two exciting up and coming teams right now, Zach. What what are your thoughts on this this Saturday night matchup? Um, and one has a chance, I think, to be a very fascinating game here and, and a grow up game for these teams. You can lock this in. You can lock this in right now. This will be the best game of the weekend, and it won't be close. Wow. Okay. This, wow. this will be the highest. This will be the highest scoring game. Wow. Okay. This will be the most prolific game mm-hmm. offensively. Mm-hmm. And I just think this is going to be the best game. These are the two. Two of the youngest and most exciting. I mean, these are two quarterbacks that are probably going to spearhead. They're going to spearhead the AFC along with the other three quarterbacks, you know, Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. They're going to spearhead this conference for probably the next decade. So this is going to be fascinating. And I really hope Mike Williams plays because this is, he adds an element to them, to their offense. That you can tell, you can see it by just watching them. Yeah. Like they don't go deep if Mike Williams doesn't play. They don't throw deep. They don't, they do less crossing routes if he's not in the game. They really rely heavily on Austin Eckler if Mike Williams isn't there at full capacity, which, you know, has been good all season, but. I feel like there's a clock on that. Like at some point, if you want to advance far in the playoffs, I agree. Eckler, you're going to need more than Eckler to, because Eckler's not very durable. And I feel like that injury is still looming. I hope not, but I feel like it is. I really hope Mike Williams plays because this will be a, I think this is going to be a shootout. I really would be surprised if we don't get like, 55 points combined in this game. Wow. Because wow. we have Doug Peterson offensive mind. I feel like Doug Peterson might just throw out the defensive playbook and be like, just score as many points as he can. He's going to get cute. Don't, don't play defense. He's going to get cute. Well, probably. Bryce, you can, as, Mike, as you as maybe can get away with it. Maybe. Might get away with it. Maybe. And as Caleb said with Staley and not resting the starters, is he trying to get fired? I feel like he's. I feel like he's trying to get fired, and if he loses this game, uh, pack your bags, brother. Pack your bags. Um, Bryce, and I still what, think the Chargers will win. I still think the Chargers. The will Chargers. Win. I think their defense is slightly better than Jacksonville's, and they have a little bit more firepower on offense. So I think Chargers pull it out. Fair enough, uh, Bryce. What's your thoughts on this Saturday night battle? Chargers win this easily. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just, I, I wow. just don't, I just, wow. Un- unless Staley pulls his typical Staley stuff and goes for it on fourth down, like on his own 30, like I just don't see, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think the Chargers that, just flex that it. Charger. Yeah, I feel like the Chargers defense is going to show up. I do too. In a good way. Yeah. They have too many playmakers on that defense to just, you know, Agreed. Be in a shootout like that. I just don't. I just don't see it. And I. I don't think the Jags are ready quite yet. I agree. I think I'm with you. I think Herbert's been waiting for this opportunity, and I think he's going to ball out. I agree. Here's here's my counter. My counter is that (laughs) 
Doug, every playoff game Doug Peterson has coached has been close. Every single one. That's fine. I, I think I think the Chargers win the game, but I, I think that I, I think it's gonna I think what they're gonna have in this game is a lot of you know, like this is where a pickup like Kilo Mac matters. Mm-hmm. This is where a pickup of a Kyle Van Noy matters. Guys that know what playoff deep runs look like, that know what playoff games look like, like they, you know, and say what you want, but you know, Brandon Staley obviously had some experience at playoffs with LA. Like, I think this is a team that, you know, just has enough to get them over the top. And, you know, frankly, this is a very hot Jacksonville team. And, and, you know, I mean, you could argue it was just a really nice stretch of football, but the overall body of work, I would say the Chargers have the better body of work. And I think that this team, in terms of pure talent, you know, and in hunger, I mean, this is a franchise that's been desperate to get to the playoffs. Um, they've been desperate to be really, really good for a long time, just given the roster talent. So I, I like the Chargers a lot in this position. Um, I think I th- they're favored by about two points in this game, uh, according to Vegas. So give me the Chargers. Uh, next up. Uh, Chargers, local- Chiefs, Divisional. Yes, please. That'd be that'd be a great game. Dolphins at Bills. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about the Dolphins and we talked about the third stringer, Skylar Thompson. I don't feel like we need to be sitting here and predicting who's going to win this game. No. More so, what what will Buffalo do? Is it going to be a defensive game where they just really pick apart the the, the third string quarterback? Is the offense just going to dominate? How do you think it'll go here, Bryce? Um, it'll be an utter domination. Like I said, Josh Allen will be done by halftime. I, that's it, a, it's that's an amazing that. take. That's an amazing take. It's it's pretty simple, honestly. Zach, you got any other thoughts on this game here? No, I agree with Bryce. Um, <clears throat> we could be looking at 30 points by halftime for the Bills. I'll try to throw, I mean, it's tough, but I'll try to throw an argument. I mean, if they throw Bridgewater in at quarterback, you know, I think that's certainly better than what Skylar Thompson's going to give you. Um, this is a team that's kept it relatively close in the last two games, but again, you know, Tua was available in those games. I think that if you're going to win this game, if you're Mike McDaniel, it's you're going to have to really let these guys play loose. It can't be conservative. If Teddy Bridgewater is out on the field, if guys, you know, you're going to have to let this ball loose. You're not going to win by, you know, the way you did against the Jets stylistically. It's not going to work. Um, it's the Bills team that will get you out of your rhythm. I think the Jets are probably a, as just as good of a defense, but, you know, they're a team that, you know, I think if you the Bills are going to be able to read what you're doing. And, and they, they know you in and out. They know your personnel. Um, I think this is going to be a tough one. For, for Miami, but, you know, ground game, if they can get the ground game efficient, maybe get a big Tyreek play to start, that can get them some boost, but it, it's going to be very difficult for them to beat this Buffalo team, especially just given all the, the energy that's going on right now. Just the, you know, they're playing with so much pride and, and, and you know, they're playing so proud for DeMar. And I think that'll be real. I think we'll really see that in the first game of the playoffs. I think like last week was almost a teaser. I think this week we'll, we'll see more of a, oh my gosh, like we're doing this for DeMar 
and we're going to rally like the fans are going to see it. So that's that's the way I land on that one. Uh, next up, uh, Zach's favorite game, uh, the Giants against the Vikings, uh, the Giants against the Vikings in this matchup. Uh, Bryce, this is like your two babies uh, that play against man. each other. These are like your two kids. Uh, the Giants <sighs> against the Vikings here, Bryce. It's a three o'clock uh, Sunday showdown. Um, what kid's your favorite in this matchup? I'm going to spite Zach Griffith. Give me the Vikings, baby. Mm. Give me the Vikings and Kirk mm. Cousins because I want to mm. shove it to Zach. I want to mm. shove it to him so wow. he can finally eat on Kirk Cousins. It wow. will happen. It will happen. Okay, so can I, I, can I make a proposal? This. Can I make a proposal? What? What are you going to do if the Giants win? I'll be happy. Oh, that's the problem. No, no, oh, that's the no, problem. No, you don't get it. You don't get that. Yeah, both ways, yeah, I do. yeah, I do. No, you don't. No, you do not. <laughs> no, you do not. Sure, I do. ISO, ISO, ISO. Give me the floor. No, listen. You, and you can lock this in, too. You can lock this in, too. This game, like every Vikings game this year, is going to come down to the fourth quarter. Where, so they're, the where they're undefeated, so lucky. they're undefeated. Yes, in one score yes. Games. You took the words right out of my mouth. Where have they been so lucky all season? Oh my gosh, undefeated. Go is back, lucky. go back and look at the games. Lucky. This team oh. is not good. Go back and look at the games. This team is not good. You're not good. And the team, the the teams have been in one score games with. Quite frankly, some of them suck. Some of them suck. This team's going to get exposed this Sunday, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Giants pass rush is going to obliterate the Lions O-line. Need I remind you, or the Vikings O-line. Need I remind you, the Vikings have a third-string center right now. Do I need that's to remind you of that? That's, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. That is not good. That is not good. That is not that's good. Not good. They will overcome. Flustered. Kirk, they will no, overcome. they will not. Kirk Cousins acts flustered with a starting center. Oh my! Okay, that's not true. Yes, he he just does. All you have to do is watch the game. I do. As watch soon as he takes the snap, the guy looks like he's panicking. <laughs> oh, he's my. looked like that his whole career. His whole career, he's looked like that. He's had that okay. frantic vibe about him. Okay. Dalvin Cook will do nothing. No, you're not running on Dexter Lawrence. You're not running on Dexter Lawrence. All pro, by the way. Oh come on! All pro, by the way, Dexter Lawrence. Book oh, it. nothing. That's Book that's it. a little stretch. His hand right. runs that, deep. His hand runs deep. You hear this? No, too. it's not. No, Dalvin it's Cook not running. Hayes. I like Dalvin Cook. I was mad the Colts didn't draft him in that draft. Dalvin Cook does nothing. Oh, come he on. will have less than eighty yards. He will have less than okay, eighty that's yards. Different than, do, than saying nothing. That's different than saying nothing. And here's what this game really comes down to. Okay, Brian Dable is a better coach than Kevin O'Connell. And I think he will coach his way <laughs> to a victory in this game. Oh, Thus sealing his victory for coach of the year. Vikings move on from the Kirk Cousins era in the offseason. The Cinderella story Listen is over. To this. Listen to this. He's reveling in this. Oh, I am reveling because I can't wait. I cannot wait to watch this game at 4.30 on Sunday. And then by 8 o'clock... The era will be over. And I'll be looking forward to next Wednesday. Where I get to shove it to both of you. 
<clears throat> oh gosh. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this game. And if they don't win, if you're a Minnesota if, Vikings, if the Giants lose, if the Vikings win, I will eat it. I'll eat it on the pod because I've said all year Vikings won't. You, make you a said game. all year that they. I said won't they won't win a playoff game. game. Yeah, and I maintain that, and I will eat it gracefully. But here's your here. problem. Here's your problem. If they forcefully. win the playoff game, if they win the playoff game, you're gonna say, "Oh my gosh, give me the Niners by a million points." Yes, because that will that is what will happen. <laughs> I picked the Niners. I picked against my Vikings. You know, you would pick against the Niners. I picked the Niners to to make the Super Bowl, and I stand by obliteration. That will be obliteration. I think Giants Niners would be a better game. Honestly, (laughs) look, look. Here, here's the thing. Then, when I look at this game, heck, I think the Vikings. I'm gonna take. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Vikings. I am. I'm gonna do it. I think the Giants well, are streaky. This is good typical. for you. Good for you. I think you. the Vikings no, are streaky. No, this is typical. You've hated on the Giants all year. Typical. Yeah, that is. No, also typical no, of you. you have no, hated on them. No, yes, I, yes, you were crapped on me all season for riding with the Giants. No. Yes. Okay. And I've ate. And I've ate it. No. No. And I've ate it. And I've ate it. And I've ate it. When? When you told you told me I was I riding with the wrong times. New York. You told me I was riding with the wrong New York team. Well, sorry, I didn't know that they were going to ride with Zach Wilson the whole time. Pardon me. No, pardon no, you me. Were fine you, you were fine. Pardon me. You were fine. Oh, you it. wish I you was. Were fine oh, you wish it. I was not over Mike White. No, Mike White. You wish I was. Whatever, Look, bro. Is, no, is, miss me on no, this. This is, a, this is a Giants team. This is a Giants team that I think is exceeding expectations a bit. That's fine. They're exceeding expectations a bit. And I think at home. I think I think Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins. Make a little bit more plays to get this job done. I am predicting a big Dalvin Cook game. Predicting a very good Dalvin Cook oh, game. Oh, interesting. Okay. And and I, I think he might be the key. Less than 80 uh, to this to this win, I think it's going to have to be a little less Cousins, a little bit more Dalvin uh, to get the Vikings uh, a playoff victory at home. Uh, next up, Ravens Bengals. Um, I mean, no Lamar in this game here for the Ravens. Tyler Huntley um, potentially at sent on and all the quarterback here. Uh, I'll be honest, you guys. I think the Bengals might get just just stop them early. I mean, this is a this is a bad matchup. Uh, for the Ravens here, I just don't think this is a team that's going to have the personnel to score with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals know them inside and out. Cincinnati Bengals can beat them in any style that they want to play. Give the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I, I, my guess is we will have something on Cincinnati. So, Zach, I'll, I'll ask you this. Well, you get to bank them, so go ahead. I, I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not going to, you do, you do get a room with them, but I, I will ask you, I will ask you this uh, to beat this team in Baltimore, right? What do you think it's going to be one of those things where they're just going to try to milk down that clock? Or do you think they're going to try to chuck it down the field with Burrow, get the, get the ball, get some matchups here with those receivers uh, that they have down there? No, I think it will be a more downfield attack uh, and forget Tyler Huntley. Caleb, we're talking. We're looking at Anthony Brown. No, I don't think so. I not from some of the stuff I saw today. I think it is going to be Huntley. You think Huntley's okay, giving it a go? Well, yeah, Huntley's I mean, a Pro Bowler. 
Hunley's a pro bowler, so. Uh, yeah, Anthony uh, Brown, who Ravens HQ didn't even know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Ravens HQ. Shout out Ravens, shout out Ravens, Ravens HQ. HQ. Didn't even know who Anthony Brown was, but no, no. no, I think the Raven. I think the Bengals will look to go downfield early, especially with the O line a little discombobulated. We're looking at obviously no Lyle Collins, uh, Kappa. Looks like he's going to be out uh, yes. for this week. So I think Burrow's going to look to get the ball out early. Uh, maybe some mixing up the middle, uh, which I'm not sure how effective that'll be against the Ravens. But I think Mixon will have a decent game in the passing game. I look for a big first half from Jamar Chase and or T. Higgins. I think the Bengals will put up some big points early. I think they'll try and wrap it up. Uh, by the end of the third quarter. Bryce, um, for Cincinnati in this game, if, if, to get off to the start that they want to have, what do you think that comes down to? You said for the Ravens? Yeah, for the Ravens. I, if you're going to play this game, right, and you're going to be, you know, if you're Baltimore and you're trying to find that winning strategy, Tyler Huntley at center, Offense, you know, like there's a lot not right for this team. A ton of advantages that Cincinnati has. So, what does that look? What does that look like for Baltimore, and how can they find a way to muck this game up? Well, I think I think you have to get back to to being or to doing what got you the the good start at the beginning of the season. I'm not saying you have to be Lamar Jackson, but you have to be Lamar Jackson esque. I think Huntley possesses the running ability to run that offense just like Lamar is able to do. And I think you, you got to, again, playoffs is when, when your playmakers come to play. If Mark Andrews is playing, you need to find ways to get him the ball. And I, and, and honestly, I think you run some two tight end sets with him and Isaiah likely Isaiah likely is baller. He is a big agree. baller. Man. I agree. You got to get this game. You need to, you need to get him in there and yeah. him and Andrews. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen a, a deadlier. It's a very good duo. And I, I was about <laughs> One of the most athletic guys, duos that tight ends have ever had. Well, I was going to say a deadlier combo than Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Well, that's uh, actually, uh, it's actually pretty true. That? But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so I think that's what you, you have to do that. because obviously your outside threats just aren't cutting it. Sammy Watkins right. can't hold on to the ball to save his life. Deshaun Jackson, cut, cut. Deshaun Jackson, uh, Bateman, obviously out for the season. So, I mean, you're in, you're in big time trouble there. So, um, a lot of option plays you've been saving Dobbins all season for this right here. So you better freaking use him. He better get 20 plus carries. Otherwise holding him out for all those games meant nothing. So I think, I think you got to establish the run game first and foremost. I agree. They're going to have to muck this game up. They have to get it ugly. Um, I mean, I, I have a tough time seeing this as a, a win for the Ravens, but you know, I certainly Sunday night football, it's the playoffs. I guess anything can I think, happen. I think, uh, I think Zach would probably cry if the Bengals lost. I think he'd cry. Maybe. Wouldn't, wouldn't be good for me. Wouldn't be good for me. Dang near. Luckily I don't uh, put any money on them, but no, wouldn't, that would not be good for me. I'm and, sure Caleb has. Lastly, uh, Cowboys <laughs> and Buccaneers. Uh, no comment, Caleb? Uh, no comment. Uh, Monday Night Football, <laughs> Cowboys and Buccaneers here. Um, it's on ESPN, Aikman and Buck. This uh, goes through. 
the true Cowboys announcers uh, taking on the <laughs> taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, on the road. Um, okay, this is a game I kind of don't know where you guys are going to go. So uh, <laughs> let's go with let's go with Rice. Yes, Cowboys and Bucks go first. What do we got in this game? What are we thinking? The Cowboys will have a very good three and a half quarters. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna look so pretty. Aikman is gonna be rock hard in the booth. Buck's gonna be trying to calm him down. He's he's Buck's gonna be thinking about all the insults he can give Scott Van Pelt. Have you guys seen that? By the way, they have legitimate beef. I have a little notice. I'm gonna, gonna find. I'm, I'm gonna sure. find that clip. I do. They. I don't know. They just don't like each other. I'll it send you that. Weird. Clip. It feels I'll, weird. I'll send you that clip, uh, Zach. Yeah, I think you'll you'll feel the tension. It's terrible. Uh, three and a half quarters, and then Brady's okay. gonna do what he does, and it's gonna be the accident waiting to happen. Dallas Cowboys once again, and when they lose, when they lose, I will go get my cowboy hat out of the closet. I will give you a Stephen A. Smith-esque video of me laughing like him. I might even buy a cigar and, give, oh, and smoke it just I like him. For this. Oh. I might even do that. This is exactly how it's going to go. Wow. Because I don't trust Dak Prescott at all. Well, And I think Dan Quinn is thinking about his head coaching gig that he's uh, about to get this season. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Zach, Cowboys. He would have every right to do that if the Cowboys lost to this dog shit, (laughs) elderly, social security collecting (laughs) Buccaneers team. Come on. Come on. Start looking for the nursing homes. Come on. Start looking for the nursing homes. Todd Bowles. Come on. I think hands down the worst coach in the playoffs. I don't even think it's close. I don't don't even know who's even the second worst head coach. O'Connell. It's a a big drop off. It's a big drop off. I think Staley's the second worst. And my God, I would take five Staley's before I I agree. Todd Bowles. I agree. I agree. Todd Bowles supposed to be a defensive mind. How's that working out for you? I think Tom Brady should just retire after this game. I think McCarthy's going to run circles. McCarthy knows. Oh, McCarthy sees McCarthy all these BS runs reports. Circles. McCarthy runs circles around Bowles. And I think McCarthy's average, not this year, but overall he's the average coach and he runs circles around Bowles. So. Fair enough. I think McCarthy knows and hears all this BS about him being on the hot seat, despite him having back-to-back 12-win seasons. Uh, and I think he's just going to go out there and just railroad these guys. And I think the Brady the Brady mystique uh, will come to an end. I think this will be a... You remember how Brady's tenure in New England ended with uh, the loss to Tennessee? in the playoffs. I think this will be similar. Wow. Except not as dramatic. I think this game will be over uh, going into the fourth. I think it'll be over. Bucks can't stop the run. Cowboys have two solid running backs. The age is going to catch up with Tampa. Just has to. It just has to. Wow. 
I, I'm going to lean Cowboys. I think Bryce is exactly right. I think he's exactly right. I think the Cowboys are going to look very good for three and a half quarters. In the fourth quarter, they're just going to barely hang on this time. And Zach won't text me. He won't text me. I think he's going to barely. I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are barely going to win. You're right. Because I do do think it could happen. I agree with Bryce. Wait till it's over. (laughs) I think it could happen. I personally think it'd be. You know, oh, a big man. win. A big win here might not be a bad thing, but I, I, I look. I think with this game, I will say that I think the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. I think that says a lot by the league. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think you want the Cowboys to lose on Monday night and lose in their uh, second I consecutive agree. first round matchup. I agree um, with you. If you're the league, stuck up forty eight yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would not, I, again, I, I don't think no. they're, I think they want to dance, but at the same time, like this is oh, definitely yeah. a talented team, but they, they've got to get out of what's going on right now. They looked horrible against Washington. I honestly really believe they looked ahead in that game. I didn't think they Awful took that game Washington. seriously. Um, whether they should or shouldn't have different conversation, but I don't think they took it seriously. Uh, I think they looked ahead to this game. And so here's what I'll say for, for the bucks. Yeah. That there is a history of teams who have won shitty divisions faring decently well in the playoffs. I mean, you look at the the Beast Quake Seahawks. They were sure. seven and nine. Yeah. They won yeah. a playoff game. Yeah. There was a year yeah. with the Cam Panthers. They had a losing record. They won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, that that first Heineke. Yeah. Uh Washington yeah. football team year. Yeah. They played the Bucks really well in the wild card round. So I guess that's what I'll say in the Bucks' favor that there is a history of this working. But I think the Cowboys defense is just too I think it won't be a problem for them to match up against these aging stars on the bucks <laughs> and i'll preface it by saying i'm not i'm not wanting the bucks to win so i'm, I'm putting that yeah, on. yeah no yeah i think you, you yeah you've never been a huge no bucks guy I just, like, i'm just telling tough, you i'm just accepting my fate that's fair i feel like for the average nfl fan who just watches the games like i feel like the average nfl fan probably doesn't like tom brady and doesn't like the cowboys so Fair. this is like a lose-lose for them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that'll conclude our podcast this week. Got plenty of action. Talk about heading into next week. Preview in the games, all that stuff. So once again, thank you, gentlemen. Robin on Bob. <laughs>